African Dialogue, looking at different events in depth, discussing a variety of issues. What we see here is a clear violation of one, the right to privacy of Tiwonge and uh, Stephen. The position of Greenpeace is that it's been a disappointing meeting. It's 11 o'clock Central African time. Welcome to it. This is African Dialogue, uh, another interactive installment thereof. You tuned in to Channel Africa from an African perspective. My name is Asanda Matsawunyane, and we're currently on the frequency 9625 kHz on the 31-meter band to Southern Africa. We're talking about Zimbabwe and just uh, the groundwork that's being laid ahead of the elections in Zimbabwe. Now, in its latest concern, Zimbabwe's opposition party, the Movement for Democratic Change, the MDC, has accused President Emerson Nangangwa of militarizing villages around the country, saying they have proof pointing to the fact that thousands of army officers in civilian attire have been deployed into the countryside for the purposes of carrying out clandestine political campaigns on behalf of ZANU-PF. But Nangangwa has assured regional leadership that peaceful elections Elections will be held later this year. So to help unpack this, we're joined on the line now by Dr. Ibo Mandaza, who is a politician and academic. Welcome to African Dialogue, Doctor. Thank you. So, I mean, do we know that uh, these allegations that are being, you know, leveled against uh, President Nangangwa, do we know if he's actually responded to them or if he even knows that this is the MTC's allegations against him, that he's militarizing villages around the country? Well, the allegations are not new. Yeah, this, there, were, there were references to this more than a month ago. Yeah. And uh, the presence of the military in the electoral process in Zimbabwe is legion now, uh, as, as is evidenced by the two, two, 2008 elections in particular. And, and therefore, for many of us, uh, the developments, such developments as the MDCT alleges, are not new. And uh, and they appear plausible. What's the president's response been to them? Because I mean, if he's saying that um, just ensuring peaceful elections is not exactly tackling that particular accusation, has he responded directly? Not really. On the contrary, I think he has he has, he has uh, reiterated uh, the position that there will be elections uh, and free, fair, and credible elections at that in during his visit to Namibia. And more recently, yesterday, while in Maputo, mm. in Maputo, he made my most startling, the most startling statement. He said uh, four to five months, which means April or May. So there's a possibility of an early, early poll. But as to the allegations about militarization of the of the electoral process, he, he has not made any response. Um, uh, and, and, and I think it's be difficult for him to respond. We also joined. Yes. It appears, uh, it appears from the MDC position that there's uh, there's there's, uh, there's compelling evidence of the deployment of soldiers across the provinces, across the districts in Zimbabwe. The figure some mention is 2,500. It's quite quite a formidable figure, if true. Mm. Joining us on the line as well is Simon Muchemwa, who is a Channel Africa correspondent. Hi, Simon. How are you? Good morning to you. 
What do you make uh, of the latest developments in Zimbabwe, Simon? Could President Nangangwa be laying the foundation for elections to ensure, you know, a clear win for himself? Uh, in this end, I would tend uh, to differ with so many analysts and people who have actually started looking at what Nangagwa has been doing the 15th of November uh, 2017. Nangagwa started uh, this game uh, some years back when he was not even a vice president of uh, the country. Uh, when he came, became the vice president, you find that he was consolidating power, uh, making sure that those people who were in the DCCs, PCCs and so forth were aligned to him. He was visible uh, in the communities and so forth. His teams have been working uh, for years now. Even if you were to call elections in two months, time, uh, personally, I want to believe that Mnangagwa has done his homework. He has uh, uh, worked that out for years now, and he knows what is at stake. The only challenge that he faces is the economy, just like his predecessor, Robert Mugabe, could have faced if Mugabe was still the president right now. It, it appears as if nobody has got the uh, key to unlock uh, the success uh, of the economy so that everything sells through smoothly, so that Zimbabweans stop complaining about uh, the exchange of the bond note, the U.S. dollar shortage of cash in the bank, liquidity problems, uh, the high uh, prices, uh, shortage of certain uh, goods, and so forth. That is the key challenge. But yesterday we saw um, in the Ministry of Health, the Global Fund brought in about 500 million towards HIV, TB, malaria. In actual fact, that that is that actually uh, goes in a long way to assist uh, towards alleviating some of the problems that Zimbabwe is facing at the moment. Of course, the money doesn't come there and there, but you can actually see from the day Amazon Mnangagwa came, his language, his, his movement, the way he's been doing things, is a person who has been saying that uh, I want to work with everybody for as long as he has Zimbabwe. So as it stands right now, yes, it's time for registering. We must be having elections anytime soon. But uh, there are a number of people, I would want to admit, who are sitting on the fence, who don't know whether to vote for the opposition, which is the MDC alliance, or to vote for ZANU-PF. Now, because they are a bit confused, they seem to be trusting Emerson Mnanga somehow because they have hope and the aspirations that are at least what do you think, uh, Dr. Mandaza? Is the president, Nangangwa, do you think he's making headway in gaining the confidence of the Electoral uh, Commission and, and just the people of uh, Zimbabwe in general? Well, I think there are three factors which, uh, which have been considered. The, and there are three are interrelated. The first is the le- legitimacy question. And the question isn't going away. The perception that there's been a coup and that Emerson is an inter-president who came into office through a coup, the further militarization of the state in which the coup leader is now the vice president and virtually minister of defense, uh, uh, 
it doesn't help the legitimacy question, nor does it dispel the perception that there's been a coup. Um, the second, of course, is whether you can turn around the economy in the in the short time that that people expect him to. I think that's a tall order. To be fair, to be fair to him, uh, the economy is shattered, and it's been reasonable to expect him to to solve the economic question overnight. Uh, not to mention the fact that the the repair of the economy also depends. On, uh, on on a massive injection of capital uh, uh, from abroad. And that capital won't come until the legitimacy question is to three fair and credible elections. Mm. Simon, what, sh- what should Mnangangwa be focusing on at the moment, Simon? And, and what should his priority areas be? I know you... You mentioned that he he mentions wanting to work with everyone in his campaign and in his movement forward with Zimbabwe. What should he be focusing on? And is there enough time for for this? And uh, Dr. Mandaza is is saying that there isn't really. Yeah, definitely, because if you look at what was happening um, just before the military takeover, some are saying it's a coup, like what Dr. Mandaza is saying, but you find that uh, there was a fear G40 in the Lacoste, the Lacoste led by Mangagwa in the G40 uh, by the ex uh, Robert Mugabe Cabal and Great Mugabe. You find that uh, the fight left the economy in in in, in a shambles to such an extent that uh, I want to believe that even the G40 they knew that they did not have the muscle to rule Zimbabwe, but they just wanted to make it very very difficult. From Nangagwa, whenever he was coming in uh, to govern Zimbabwe, this is exactly what we are seeing now. That um, Nangagwa, yes, is now in the helm of the country, but uh, the focus, yes, he is now in power. That uh, plus number one, uh, he, he, he wish uh, the confidence is restored in Zimbabwe. Plus number two, but you find that on the issue of uh, the legitimacy and the economy, this is where the problem is now at the moment. Because a few days after the coup, uh, we saw the stock exchange actually um, uh, quite quite uh, a lot of um, um, shares, and there was some bit of confidence in what it is. It appears if maybe I'll just simplify it that uh, there's a, a witch in a community and that witch has been killing a lot of people and that witch has been coming out at meeting that uh, is responsible for the death of all those people. Then all of a sudden, this devil comes and kills that witch. Honestly uh, speaking, people do not actually castigate or even uh, make accusations against that witch. They will celebrate because here is someone who has just come and actually uh, restored normalcy in the community. But that person is a witch. Nangagwa has been there uh, for uh, since 1980. He mistakes that Robert Mugabe has done. So he knows the mistakes that he has got to tackle. Simon, I don't know if you're able. Simon, I don't know if you're able to move. Uh, sorry, if where you are, if you can move around a bit. Your your line is quite bad. It keeps cutting. So while you try and do oh, that. Uh, um, Dr. Mandaza, let's come back now to the allegations of the MDC. And is there proof, really? 
uh, that the the opposition is claiming to have. Um, has it been made public? I know you said that the figure given of the um, uh, amount of military uh, personnel deployed in villages is about 2,500. 2,500. Do they really have this proof and has it been made public that they are, you know, that uh, Amazon Nangangwa is militarizing villages? Personally, but I, I think basically, that, as I said to you, it has been a process since 2008. The 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 extent of the militarization of the electoral process is is is, is been is legion in Zimbabwe since the 2000 elections. So there's nothing new. Uh, this is just a continuation of a process which was m- most pronounced in 2008. Um, so, so I don't think it would be difficult to prove. Uh, that the, the and and the MDC uh, statement is very categorical. That they have information from the as to the extent of the 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 dis- deployment of soldiers in civilian attire across the province. The statement is very categorical. Yes. Is there proof of that? I would say so. Yes. Are you asking me to give the proof, or are you asking the MDC? To I'm give asking: the proof? is there proof? The, is there proof that the M, the the, uh, the opposition has put forward or made public that you know the uh, uh, president Nagangwa? So, you, know, you, you made this in this we are having a, a bit of challenges now with our lines. Uh, we are struggling to hear you there, Dr. Mandaza. I don't know if you can hear me, but we're going to take a short break and continue with our chat, Talking Zimbabwe, and uh, ahead of the elections. Uh, stay with us here on African Dialogue. This is Channel Africa, South Africa's international radio station on shortwave, internet and satellite. Listen to Channel Africa in English, Kiswahili, French, Silozi, Portuguese and Chinyanja. Nam, kwenye line ya simu, hivi sasa najiunga moja kwa moja. Farafina. Farafina. Terre de soleil. Está na companhia do serviço em língua portuguesa do canal África, a voz de Renascença Africana que transmite a partir dos seus estudos centrais de Auckland Park, cidade de Johannesburg, África do Sul. Sochitika, Mu África! Informing the world about Africa, Channel Africa, bringing you the African perspective. Welcome back to African Dialogue here on Channel Africa with me, Asanda Matsaunyane, talking about uh, Zimbabwe and looking ahead there in terms of the elections that are going to be taking place. We're speaking to Dr. Ibo Mandaza, who is politician and academic. Simon Muchemwa is also joining us, who is Channel Africa correspondent. We're now also joined by Jason Moyo, who is Secretary General of uh, the Zimbabwe Congress of Zimbabwe Trade Congress. Unions. Let's welcome you, Jason. Thank you. I want to go back to that question before we took the break because I couldn't hear anything you were saying, Dr. Mandaza. But 
Let me let me maybe uh, point it out to you, uh, Simon, and then we'll come back to you, Dr. Mandaza, in terms of proof that the you know the allegations that are being made by the MDC that President uh, Emerson Mnangangwa is deploying thousands of soldiers throughout the country's rural areas in a way of scaring villagers into voting for the ruling ZANU PF. Is there proof of this? Has it been made public, Simon? Uh, you know, uh, issues to do with the military uh, measures that are usually done in secrecy. Uh, uh, right now, because this is a new dispense, uh, uh, dispensation, you find that some people are not happy with what is happening, and they are alleging that, yes, some, uh, something to that effect might take place, but we don't have any document. We don't have any proof. We've been moving around Zimbabwe uh, since the military takeoff last year, and we have not have, had any proof to indicate that uh, yes, the military is going to be deployed or has been deployed already and is now in the rural areas. But uh, a few weeks ago, or should I say last week, we had some complaints from Mashingo. It's one of the provinces as you go towards South African border uh, with Zimbabwe uh, on the southern part of the country where Rugege, uh, General Rugege, who is now the commissar uh, for ZANU-PM, hinted, or is alleged to have hinted that uh, if people were going to continue operating the way they were, uh, doing especially in the opposition MDC, then they should be reminded of what happened in 2008, which is the time when so many people died because of uh, the political violence uh, perpetrated allegedly by Zanupia for MDC activists. So uh, a, a few youth were, uh, were assaulted at those meetings. And uh, when it comes then to the military, you will not then see the military in uniform operating uh, during that uh, time. You will find that maybe the military will be... Okay. Dr. Mandaza, can you come in there and, and give us your response? Have we lost Dr. Mendoza? Okay, Jason, uh, well, we welcome you to the chat. The MTC uh, earlier this month also raised concern that uh, opposition parties were not included in the new government. Is this a legitimate concern? Uh, my name is uh, Jasper Yeah, that, that's the correct name. Jasset? Yes, Jasset, yes. Okay. Yes, I... I, I've been listening to the contribution from the other colleague. I think um, what, what, what is happening is that, um, yes, there are allegations that uh, the army has been deployed uh, in rural areas. But he is correct also to say issues of the military have not been open. Uh, military operations have not been made public. Uh, but we stay with the military, we stay with the people, uh, and uh, we know that uh, there are people who have been uh, not in army uniform most of the times, but they have been asked to go around in the communities who are from the military. And uh, they have been given instructions, I think, to campaign for the ruling party. Let's talk about the concerns of the MTC that opposition parties are not included in the new government. Is this legitimate, Jasset? Of course they are not part of the new government now. 
this is not a government of national unity. This is a ZANU-PF-led uh, um, administration. Uh, so there is no no inclusive government as we used to have before. So it's a one-party government. The, the, let's talk about the fears, um, uh, Simon, that supporters of Grace Mugabe could regroup outside the country in efforts to destabilize Zimbabwe. Is there any truth to this? And uh, does she still possess that kind of, of influence? We don't know how many are they and who are these people except these few individuals uh, who have not been accounted for. Yes, you might be aware that... Uh, the so-called criminals. Uh, a lot of Zimbabweans uh, were asking, who are these really criminals? Uh, but what we know people have not been accounted for is uh, Jonathan Moyo, Patrick Joao, Sevias Kasuguere. These are the people we have not been accounted for. So these three people be a threat. We don't know who are the other people in the G40, who are already country who might be planning to destabilize uh, um, the administration. So these are allegations, I think, from a very frightened administration, which is also clueless, like uh, the Mgave administration. Where, what has she actually been doing, Grace Mugabe? Um, do we know Dr. Mandaza? You know, because we haven't heard anything from her or about her. At the moment, where is she? Dr. Mandaza? Simon, do you want to take that one? I'm not sure what's happening with uh, Dr. Mandaza's line. Uh, we are trying to get a hold of him again and just make sure that we get him involved in the chat. Simon, did you get that question? Jason, are you still uh, there with us? I mean, just said, sorry. Yeah, yes. So, so what do we know about where Grace Mugabe is at the moment? Since the resignation of uh, the old man and uh, the removal of um, uh, Grace from ZANU-PF as the secretary for the Women's Committee, we have not seen her in public, neither have we heard of where she is. Uh, We hear that she has been... um, refused uh, permission to travel with their husband outside the country. But no one knows where she is now and what she is doing. So very little information is known about where Grace is currently. What can be speculated in terms of what her plan is in all of what's happening? Or, Or can we? Of course, no, nothing, nothing at all. In, uh, as far as we are concerned, I think uh, she's just powerless. There is nothing she can do. Um, um, the husband, uh, herself and the husband, the powers they had over the years has always been coming from the military. So that power is taken away from them. They've been um, uh, surviving, they've been rigging the elections uh, because of the military. So the people in charge just took over their power. I, I don't think um, they are a threat in my view. I might be wrong, but the power has always been lying with the military. And this is what we are just witnessing inside, inside the country. 
We continue our chat on uh, the Zimbabwean elections or ahead there of uh, talking here on African Dialogue. Uh, stay with us. I'm Asanda Matsaunya and we're going to take a short break. This is Channel Africa from an African perspective. Good news for listeners in America. You can now listen to Channel Africa by phoning 605-47-1711. So, if you're a Channel Africa listener in America, simply dial 605-47-1711. Channel Africa, giving you the African perspective. Welcome back to African Dialogue, talking about uh, the groundwork being laid ahead of Zimbabwe's elections. I think we have you back, Simon. Are you there? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Let's talk a bit about uh, Grace Mugabe and just the Mugabe's in general. We know, you know, of allegations against uh, uh, Robert Mugabe that the son, uh, you know, is said to be involved in illegal diamond trade. Uh, also, the son-in-law of uh, Mugabe being accused or believed to be involved in fraudulent activity, which is, you know, being looked at by the Anti-Corruption Commission. Corruption Commission. So, so all these things, and then the fact that Grace Mugabe seemed to not have so much power, could they really, really just kill the political, uh, you know, career, so to speak, of Grace Mugabe? Or can she rise above this and come back to the scene? I don't see Grace Mugabe rising above what is happening now in Zimbabwe. This is a new dispensation for sure because uh, uh, like what happened in Malawi, what happened in Zambia, whenever a new government comes, they come in with a new dispensation, they tend to target uh, their predecessors. And this is what exactly that is happening in Zimbabwe at the moment. They are not talking about Robert Mugabe. That is the funny part because we're not... Uh, of everything that has been happening in Grace Mugabe's house, there is nothing that happened without the blessing of Robert Mugabe. That's funny. So it's, it's like they want to target those around Robert Mugabe, and I don't think they're going to succeed. Yes, they will tarnish the image of those people like Grace Mugabe, his children, uh, for, for, for the illegal deals that they've been doing and so forth. They might but the even if they go to court sometimes, like evidence, and those children might not go to prison, just like Grace Mugabe, she might not even go to prison, but the issue of the name, it would have been tarnished and actually belonged in some uh, foreign bank accounts and so forth, and should not be able to access that um, fund. But at the end of the day, I don't think these people are really, really serious with the issue of fighting corruption and what's happening. Uh, during the era of Robert Mugabe. Because if indeed they were serious with uh, what happened, it should have a one-size-fits-all that affects every Zimbabwean because we still have some people within the regime uh, of um, Nangagwa who are also alleged to have been corrupt, like um, um, Pofu is the minister right now, and uh, we understand that Pofu owns uh, at least maybe one third of Rwanda in Matabelele North, and uh, that is a shame, actually, to find those people in the 
on one hand, we yeah. also hear Mnangagwa. Let, let's hold that thought him. because I want to come to Mnangagwa and what kind of allegations are around him. But uh, coming back to you, uh, Jasset, the you know what's what's the atmosphere been like among the ordinary Zimbabweans since Robert Mugabe was removed from power? I know Simon is saying not uh, there's not people are not really talking about uh, Robert Mugabe. What's the atmosphere been like? And also looking at the allegations of his son-in-law Simba Chikore uh, that are being in, uh, looked at by the Anti-Corruption Commission. I, I think uh, the generality of the Zimbabweans uh, were tired of Mugabe and they want, don't want to hear about his name anymore. Uh, they were looking forward to some reforms. Uh, they were very optimistic uh, that uh, the new dispensation will really um, usher new ways of doing business. Uh, our lives are going to change. But I think uh, day by day people are starting to realize that um, Nothing is changing um, or it's going to take time uh, because um, Nangaba brought the same um, uh, cabinet back as a government. We still have the same system in government. Uh, we still have the same policies. So w- w- what people were hoping for, it would appear like uh, it's vanishing. Uh, so a lot of Zimbabweans are becoming very pessimistic that... Uh, uh, really, I think uh, we're being duped uh, by the military. I think uh, they were fighting their own wars. Uh, but um, the life has not changed in Zimbabwe. People are still finding very difficult to survive. Let's come back then, Simon, to the point we were making about uh, corruption around Nangangwa. We know that there is, you know, the allegations around the people on his camp or his cabinet. But is there anything that's emerged on him directly and personally? in terms of scandals? That's something that is funny because at the moment it's a bit queer. Why uh, even those who were in Zanukov, uh, like Jonathan Moyo, uh, they have been actually out of issues that they can actually point to Mnangagwa as an individual that this is what he has done. We have tried to investigate quite a number of allegations that have actually been put on the table to link Mandagwa to quite a number of things that Mandagwa guilty of or purported to be guilty of, but we haven't seen anything. Mandagwa, by the way, is a lawyer and he has been in this government for years, since 1980, uh, and uh, it appears as if he has actually developed uh, uh, that skill of doing things under the carpet and behind the scenes to such an extent that you wouldn't see exactly what he's doing and who, with whom he's doing what and uh, whether that traces or not. And this is the reason why uh, people are now beginning to ask questions like what um, our, my colleague has just said here, that uh, you find that the confidence is sort of vanishing because Mnangagwa is now targeting only those who were uh, in the G40 and not those even who are within his camp who are alleged to be corrupt, like uh, Dr. Uh, Mpofu. He is known for the world um, uh, uh, killings, the, the, the looting, and uh, coffers of the government. He also was involved in the looting of uh, government coffers. So you find that he is still a minister, he has been in the, in, in the Mugabe system for years, but he is enjoying at the moment. So, of the current uh, government at the moment to deal with corruption should start even with 
Mnangagwa's wife, Mnangagwa's children. We understand Mnangagwa's children have also been uh, involved in the illegal dealing of diamonds and even uh, gold, but they are to be arrested. Uh, and this is what Zimbabwe uh, is surprising Zimbabwe at the moment. That, uh, so does it mean that if you have got power, whatever you have done can just be swept under the carpet? And the confidence is slowly fading away, and by the time we get to elections, Mnanga might be history. He might think that he's going to win elections because of the confidence that he's talking because he took away Mugabe. But the Republicans are not foolish, and they are now beginning to look in between the lines, in between the lines, and see what really happened and for whose benefit. Mm. Uh, uh, Jasset, you know, I think it was Dr. Mandaza who uh, just pointed out the fact that uh, in the address in Maputo, uh, President Nangangwa said that it will be four to five months possibly uh, that uh, the Zimbabweans go to the polls. So that is quite a long time, four to five months. So what can we actually expect in those upcoming four to five months as preparations for the elections get underway? Uh, in, and also, could we expect uh, some things coming out uh, in terms of Nangangwa and his scandals? Possibly. I don't think so. I don't see Mnangwaga making any changes within this uh, short uh, uh, period. Uh, he still have to appease his uh, multitudes uh, so that uh, he gets another term of office made probably. Um, so we, we don't expect Mnangwaga to make any reforms now that will uh, turn around the fortunes of this country. Uh, therefore, you will not even target uh, those who believe that uh, are corrupt as long as these people are key for his re-election. Um, so he will make uh, these rhetoric statements uh, when given platforms, but he will not walk the talk. I think that has been his biggest letdown. He has done nothing since he came in. I think uh, the only uh, thing of, uh, of note is the removal of um, the police uh, in the streets. Uh, they have been ex- 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 extorting money from the motorists. I think that's the only change Zimbabweans are talking about here. And the five months to the elections, I think um, it's too short for him to make any changes really. Simon, in terms of the opposition party, what can we expect in the upcoming months as preparations are underway for the elections? Uh, for the opposition, uh, it's unfortunate, I've got to say, it is, I think, the chaos in the opposition. Um, uh, Morgan Sankar is sick. He came out openly that he's sick. He's got and that has actually prevented him from going on to the floor so that he could actually campaign for the opposition. But that actually has actually developed new uh, challenges for the opposition, and including the alliance. You understand that uh, MGC led by Morgan Chandra is in alliance with the other political parties so that they get into an election. Previously, when they did that, they intended to remove Robert Mugabe. Now Robert Mugabe is not there. Some of those people in the alliance now are sort of uh, eating in the same, having the same dinner uh, with Emerson Mnangagwa, we took the life of Nelson Chamisa's that uh, Chamisa uh, is actually changed over in the MGC, but he is actually linked to the camp. 
of Emerson Mbangabwa. So there's a, a lot of fighting takes place right now in the opposition for MDC and the alliance to make sure that they win an election. Yes, even though Mnangapa is making mistakes, I don't think that Zimbabweans will also vote for MDC blindly, seeing what is happening. Some of the people in the MDC are also some of the people linked to the uh, military, linked to the uh, ZANU PF, and linked to Mnangapa. So there are so many challenges, both in ZANU PF and both in MDC. Good thing about what happened in Zanupiev is that a, a military uh, coup happened, and now they are, it's a rejuvenated city. They are actually putting their things in order. Mm. But that's Just not the case with MDC at the moment. We, uh, let's get your closing uh, remarks, Chaset, in terms of the opposition I, I party. Think the elections in Zimbabwe is not about the ability of the opposition to uh, rejuvenate the population or or do something big, uh, or show the, the Zimbabweans that they, they are able to rule. It's about how the elections are managed. I think that's the biggest problem we have. Uh, in 2008, uh, no one thought that the, the opposition would win the elections, and they won the elections. So there might be some surprises. Uh, but um, I think um, if there are no electoral reforms, I think uh, it's a done deal. All right. Well, uh, let's leave it there. I don't know if you want to add something in about 20 seconds, Simon, in closing. Um, not much, but uh, just that, uh, yes, they, they are saying that they have hit the road running, but uh, Zimbabweans are now asking questions. Way true. You are running, but where are you running to? And this is the biggest question Zimbabweans are asking. All right. Yeah. Thank you. You're nice and, and, and you stuck to the time given there. But thanks so much to, to the both of you for joining us in our chat. Thank you. Thank you so much. So you just heard there Simon Muchemwa, who is a Channel Africa correspondent, and uh, Jasset Moyo, who is Secretary General of the Zimbabwe Congress of Trade Unions. Earlier we had Dr. Ibo Mandaza, who is a politician and academic, talking about the groundwork being laid ahead of Zimbabwe's elections. Goodbye from all of us. We play you off now with Thomas Mafuno, and uh, the song is titled Den Kurangwa. Oh, 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 oh,
Hey, hey.